This is the trigger warning for our show. Please understand that various monsters had various victims and hunted in various ways, depending on the folklore, mythology, or stories that were told about them. Please understand that it is not our intent to upset you. You will be given other warnings and additional warnings depending on the episode, but this is our blanket statement. We didn't write the myths, but we are using them to tell our story. Also, this is the content warning for our show. There will be cursing. There will be some interesting ideas. We will take it in where we can, but be warned, there was beer involved. What if I told you there is a world where not only are monsters like vampires and werewolves real, but they have rights just like you and me. And in this world, there exists a secret government organization dedicated to keeping you safe and making sure they follow the rules. Welcome to Anarium, a Monster of the Week podcast. Hello, agents. It's your friendly neighborhood podcaster guy, Cameron, back with another episode of your favorite podcast, Anarium. And this time again, I'm sorry, we are late and we only have one. I've been going through some stuff, haven't been able to work as quickly on these as I would like to, so get that out of the way. I'm sorry. There's only one today and it's late, um, but it's on Halloween, so what a, what a perfect uh, uh, time for it. So this is a, a, a fun episode. We get to learn a little bit, but that's enough of me yammering. We're already late, so let's go ahead and listen to what happened last time before we jump into the new episode. You're going to look to your left and you're going to see a robed figure. She is going to uh, fire this invisible bazooka at the car. Shoot at you, and she's going to hit you. Um, Laura's character here, Leslie's playbook, is that with her being cursed, right? She's going to turn into a werewolf. She kind of loses control of her character here for a little bit. Shakily raises up a middle finger, and at that moment, Leslie is on her. <laughs> All right. On her neck, shaking her like a rag doll. Um, until eventually the head snaps off and rolls away innocently, and Leslie is now just enjoying a meal. Hey, everybody, and welcome back to Anarium Case Files, and I'm just working through some minor anxiety. My name is Cameron. I'm your monster uncle. Um... There's a whole bit that Sam does here, but my anxiety will not allow me to remember it. So this is a world that he created. He also refers to as a sandbox. Had a lot of help, and got to give a shout-out to Michael Sands for giving us kind of the ground rules for said sandbox um, that we like to play in. And I'm going to introduce the characters so that I can stop talking. Who is to my left? Alessander Duhamel, uh, played by me, Josh Gill. And I am currently knocked out. Oh, yeah. That's fun. (laughs) (laughs) Boom, boom, boom. Uh, Hey, I'm playing Leslie Fisher. Uh, My name's Laura. Uh, She is a professional playbook, uh, a 40-something U.S. marshal that is currently playing soccer with a dead person's head. In werewolf form. Yeah, as, as a werewolf. I am not in control at all. Also fun. For me. I'm uh, I'm Sam Herber, MD, Monster Daddy, <laughs> and uh, I play Troy Walsh out of the Monsters Playbook. I am the 
hopefully coming across as the likable older brother-ish character trying to keep everybody alive. Yep, I think you have. I mean, you certainly saved Alessandra's bacon. I've, uh, yeah. I've taken some hits. <laughs> I, I can definitely say my character is like definitely just like, so far at least you have that comforting like, this is what you're getting into. Oh, okay. Yeah, I have somebody on my team that all, can. You have uh, the answers. I hope take multiple rockets to his chest to protect me. So. I mean, they weren't full rockets; they were mime <laughs> rockets. <laughs> Nothing like imaginary rockets to the chest. The first one was like four damage. The second one was two because she she was talking. That's right. Yes, which was my way of trying to minimize. Oh, a, I probably should mute my phone. Too. I felt like the mime's power was a little OP if I didn't give her some kind of weakness. So I it was still OP. I had no idea how to make her talk. <laughs> right. So I was just kind of like, okay, I think this will work. So if anybody was listening, you're like, like, why would the mime talk? Like, that's why I had I could not give this person who essentially was kind of God who could create nothing or something out of nothing. There had to be some, some sort of weakness. So she's somebody who, she's a mind that if she talks, her powers are weakened, and she also is uh, has a bad temper. So, <laughs> so that's kind of where that came and, from. And uh, her constructs, if you wouldn't call them that, uh, were interactable with us as well, which is how we can shoot a jetpack and she can fall from the sky. Right, right. Which, which when, I wasn't certain was going to work. I appreciate that it did. <laughs> yeah, I mean, the, the dice kind of decided whether it would or not, but I was like, yeah, I didn't really think of that, but absolutely, yeah, that's a, that's a cool idea. Um, and watching someone burn up in invisible flames was probably something to what? behold. I don't even remember that. No, yeah, that was she was going to fly away. It had, so for everyone listening, it's been a while for us. Um, yeah, it's been about a month. Real time, real time um, weeks. And apologies for missing the episode. Uh, Denise, don't kill me. I apologize. That's right. I was, I was at That's a music, my sister I, I, from another mister. <laughs> she'll find you. I was at a music festival, I promise. That's the only reason it happened. Um, so where we are now, um, we kind of went over everything. So anybody who has forgotten at that time, we had a big fight with a kind of mime character, Middle Highway. She has been um, taken out, but Leslie was... Sup? <laughs> uh, she turned, and, 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 and in this way her character works, when she turns, she no longer has control of the character. So I had control of the character. Um, still do. So the enemy is downed, but we still have a werewolf just kind of on the loose who is, for now, entertained by the corpse. But probably don't have too much time left with that. So, Girl, you nasty. Before we go too much farther, I do. we had a character that leveled up. So we'll do that. Let's go ahead and uh, let, let Josh just kind of walk us through uh, as we build you up so you're ready for the story. We're going <laughs> to we're gonna bring yes. you back a little bit. Please build me up so you can tear me down. <laughs> um, and just so next time he uses a move, that's maybe something new uh, or he has a little bit of a, a different modifier so you guys aren't weirded out. Yeah, so I'm playing the spooky, which I forgot to announce. I was too busy telling everybody I got knocked out. I saw the moment in your eyes when she said what playbook she was playing. Mm-hmm. And, and I was like, like hey, shit. that would probably be... <laughs> Good information. <laughs> nah. Um, okay, so I just went ahead and leveled up my weird statistic uh, up to three, just kind of embracing more of the uh, freaky-deaky side of what's going on with me. Um, and that's the max, right? Isn't that the highest? You can't yeah. go higher than a three. Okay. Yeah, it says, it says max three on here, so that's what I'm assuming. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, just so everybody else knows... 
on other stuff I can do. I've got hunches, the big whammy, and jinx. Um, I didn't really pick a lot of normal weapons. Uh, I didn't really think of my guy as carrying weapons, so at least not yet. Right, and I was going to kind of talk about when we get to the little further, we'll kind of figure that out if you are carrying and if you aren't, we'll figure that out. Dude just... Yeah, just got out of a hospital and finding out about the paranormal. He wasn't carrying no guns. Yeah, at most. Kind of wishes he was. At most, Alessandra might have like a a spatula or a wooden spoon or something as a as a baker. I gave him. A, I gave him. A, yeah, that. <laughs> I'm just gonna wield a, a wooden spoon as my. <laughs> I love that. Just walk up to the werewolf. No, stop it. <laughs> stop it. <laughs> Here, chew on this. <laughs> what are you doing? Um. I'm just on the borderline. I'm not uh, below okay yet on my health. And, yeah, I don't know what else to say. So you you were knocked out, right? Yeah, at the end, I thought uh, we had established that I had uh, um, passed out from, basically, exhaustion from the entire night that I have just gone through. Um, okay. I think maybe not really noticing that... She told me she's a werewolf, and I was just like, well, we killed the, the mime person in front of me. <sighs> it feels like a good time for a nap. <laughs> just, no, he just he just collapsed in exhaustion, okay. so yeah. I don't know where this will go from here. Okay, and I need to stop making a habit of doing this, but it still just blows my mind. We just hit like the seven-minute mark, and we're like ready to start. That's, that's weird. <laughs> do we want to do more banter? <laughs> I mean, so I don't wild. know. Do we, I can pick my nose a little bit. We can all talk about it. Um, mm. But okay, so that's where we are. We have a werewolf kind of playing around still pretty pissed off with this I, I am not in the driver's seat at the moment yes so and I'll say at this point she's probably she feels like she has sufficiently killed this thing that she was annoyed with she's probably starting to look for something else we have some traffic that's backed up um, on the highway here I think I said I think I said it was a two two lanes on each side four lane yeah. highway I think four lane highway and it was separated by a median um, so we're on one side of it, and um, we have by the car that was flipped. Probably, uh, Alessander is taking his nap. <laughs> um, and a little bit farther from that, we have um, the werewolf and her new toy, which she's quickly becoming uh, bored with. And then we have Troy. So Troy, what's your next move? Uh, try to get into the trunk of the upside down car while yelling at Alessander to get him to wake up. So, like, I'm headed back because I'm seeing her. She's playing with the dead thing. And I see Alessander's on the ground. I would come over and just be like, dude, can you wake up? I need you to wake up. Can you wake up? Uh, uh, hey, I need you to come what? too. Hey, uh, hey. Dude, hey, look at uh, those eyes. Uh, I need you to get up. All uh, right. Uh, is, uh, are we, do we get it? Uh, we're working on it. And as I go back, I kind of get in the trunk. I pull something out of the trunk. I come back around to Alessander. And I pull a gun from down by my ankle out. And I hand it to him. It's like, this is a Glock 26. This is my small... This is my subcompact carry weapon. Take it. Do you know uh, how guns work? Uh, yeah, I've been to the gun range. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to have this be said. I know it doesn't sound very sporting, but I need you to follow me, okay? I'm going to go interact with our friend. And if it doesn't go well, or if at any point you think she's going to kill me, I'm going to need you to shoot her. Because uh, what that's loaded with is going to put her down. Uh, okay. By and large, it'll also put me down, so be careful. 
Um, are, are you comfortable with this situation right now? I, I, no pressure. Are you going to stay awake? I, I, uh, yeah, I think I. I uh, uh, yeah, I think. Okay. Yeah, uh, I'm. I can. I can do this. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. I'm going to go deal with our friend before something bad happens. Okay. Start walking out into the street, walking toward where the werewolf is, tearing things apart. Hey. Yep. Yep. This is where I'm at. Hi. You know me. Yeah. You know me. I see you every full moon. I know you're not her. And I know you and her aren't the best of friends right now. But right now, it is not a full moon, and you are not in a place where you can be out. I know you don't like being locked away. And quickly, what I'll say, too, I hate to interrupt you, but just so we are having the... You are interacting with the world, but we want the world to interact with you a little bit. I think at this point, I mean, these people have seen some shit. I'm not going to... This is like kind of... We talked about this is the middle of the night. Um, I'm not going to say this is a crazy busy, but we've got... Probably close to double-digit cars on this side of the road, and a couple, they're they're probably at this point trying to back up and or get out of the way. They have seen enough, maybe taken some pictures with their phone, and people are trying to get away. I don't think anyone is dumb enough to be trying to get out of their cars at this point. Like, at the moment, this can all be written off as we were filming a movie. For sure, I just wanted to for anyone listening, like there are people in cars, like so. This is kind of what's going on. The scene is starting to clear a little bit. Okay. There are some invisible flames burning, and some real flames too. Um, Can I establish whether or not I see the invisible flames? Sure. <laughs> do you? I don't know. What do I roll? I'm curious. I don't know. You know what? That was just coming. That's just coming. No, yeah. I, I mean, to I, me, my, you wouldn't. You wouldn't. Yeah, no I one could. See. I don't even think. Maybe the mime could see the flames. I mean, realistically, the mime's dead. They should go away. They were her magic. It's downed is what he stated earlier. So I have a feeling there's... We well, left no. It, we left it off say, with her ripping its head off. I don't, oh, yeah. yeah. I don't so it's her, coming back. she's dead. The magic's gone? I would say. Okay, so the the invisible flames are gone, um, but there are still some very real flames um, mm-hmm. from hitting... The car. Real right? stuff. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of our scene. And we like I said, we've got some cars that are fucking getting out of Dodge right mm-hmm. now. Um this shit is a dodge. So sorry, that's a <laughs> <laughs> this one here's a dodge. Reference for a few people might get uh T B Z A. So I want to cut back to you. I just wanted to kind of set the scene a little bit. I didn't know I didn't want people sitting in their cars kind of going why are all Carrie, the- what's happening? Why are we stopped? You should get out and look. <laughs> yes. Xander Xander's like kind of trying to like he's trying to take it all in. So if this is nighttime and there's headlights out and everything yeah. and everything just went down and he's also watching are you in werewolf form all nope. the time? No. no. And I like that mm-hmm. image of you with the lady and her husband. Get out, woman. I ain't getting out. You're crazy. He's I ain't getting like, out. <laughs> I'm locking the doors. I'm pulling away. They on meth or some shit. I ain't going out there. He's moving as if he's moving very quickly, but the call, he's going very slowly. <laughs> he's very slowly. Oh, yeah. I'm going to get out. Right. Right. Wait. Mm, wait. Mm, no. No, thank you. Mm, okay. So that's the scene. Scene is set. Just kind of wanted to bring us back to that and anyone who was wondering what was going on with the dozen or so cars they're trying to leave i don't think they want to be here any longer they've seen what they needed to um so sam please continue i guess we're kind of at a point now where i should probably make a roll yep. of whether or not this thing's going to come after me or run or listen to me yep and i'll need to find some sound effects i was torn like like should i growl or said i'll just wait i'll wait i'll get some sound effects don't growl i've tried it it never comes across well 
It's a good little chortle. I like it. Nine. Okay. No, those are horrible werewolf perks. What were you doing? And that, that was, was manipulate someone on a seven through nine. They'll do it, but only if you do something for them right now to show them that you mean it. If you ask too much, they'll tell you what, if anything, it would take for them to do it. Okay. So that's where we sit. What could you do to convince this werewolf that you mean it? You tell me you're the GM. Well, I wouldn't tell you what you do. How? What? What, what else can you? You have to do something else, don't you? Generally, you would give me. Oh, I give the you condition something. of like, oh, okay, okay, what does this werewolf want me to do so that it's going to listen to me? Okay, I would probably base it off of that they do have a short history. We have a history together. We know one another. So there's something that Every, that he can key into that he knows that she does or doesn't want. I mean, you could even have it be that it takes a play position where, like, it gets to its front paws go down and, like, it lowers its head and its butt's in the air and its tail's wagging a little bit. I mean, whatever you decide. And to me, because I, I think, I mean, so essentially she just had her first kill. So in my mind, I don't maybe think she's ready to play. I think she's probably still pretty... Uh, Bloodthirsty? Pretty enthralled. But I think she's noticing you coming towards you. Is there any? Did you guys? Did you? And I want to say pet name, but did you have any sort of any sort of banter, any sort of thing that was unique to your relationship? I mean, I think I've called her rookie a few times. Maybe stop. Maybe say that you know. Maybe say that she's not a meth addict. <laughs> I'm sorry, I called you a meth addict, Leslie. <laughs> I, I could just go full stern through. dad mode and be like, Agent Fisher, I am telling you to stand down. Everything's fine. You're safe. She's safe. You can change back. I actually like that a lot. Uh, so to me, um, as long as you're fine with what you just had there, um, I'm going to roll with that. Um, so being the officer that she is someone who has kind of dedicated her life to this and even in this new form this new uh, bloodthirsty form Leslie Fisher inside is actually able to hear that and the few stragglers that are left behind are going to see the grisly transformation or I suppose have we really talked much about that what does this look like suggestion you could make her roll for it like, okay. I was at a nine. If she rolls to help me, help it take take, take control, that puts me at a ten. So That's it'll do fair. it as it was told. Okay, so where Have where you spent I? any time around my wolf or just yeah. me? Every yeah. time you come in and for full moons, yeah. I'm the guy walking around making sure that all of the cursed werewolves are cool. Like, I take yeah. shifts to keep an eye on everyone. Yeah, we and have- then I'm there in the morning to help people after their, their night. So I've met so, it. So, yeah. So you've met the wolf um, on the full moons because I know they're all like individual kind of room things. Does she run by herself? Do you ever run with the wolf? (laughs) There's some great uh, acting happening here that I feel the need to point out. Josh is over here shaking, holding his pistol. 
Um, so they, he's he's watching it? all this. They mimed. <laughs> oh yes, it was great. He pulled out a gun, not a real gun, like he mimed it, and then they. Josh <laughs> just reached over, reached and across, pulled grabbed it. the fake gun. It was beautiful. It was for all of the listeners at home. Yes, they could, you could feel you it. Can, there is some sense that there is some real physical beautiful. acting. I extended a hand. He took it. He, it was he amazing. Did. It was a whole mind thing. <laughs> I've been told I have a face for radio, so it's. <laughs> and now he all... was here holding his pistol, shaking as he observes this scene. So sorry, you guys were speaking, but I felt the need. No, to. no, no, that's good. Um, okay, so yeah, do you want me to roll to help out to see if you get to the full success? That makes yep. the most sense for me to. Yep, it's me cool to be rule. trying, and then that also. Yep. If I succeed, maybe I that'll agree. bring Leslie and the wolf. This is why it's, it's great to, to have a, a DM in your party. So roll those comically large dice. <laughs> Troy, Troy, is 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 she is she gonna is she gonna stop? Is she gonna stop? Like raises a hand into the air, and just like one finger up, like <laughs> like if you could hear him in his head, it's like it's shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Is She's it, looking is at it me. okay? And you can probably see. I think. I think Leslie's ears kind of perk a little bit yeah. at the new oh. sound, but not not enough to ch- take her mind off it. But she's noticed. Gotcha. I got a seven. What? what what's your cool? Two. So you didn't get a seven. Oh, I got a nine. Okay. I was gonna say. Oh, it is. <laughs> Never mind. It's right on the sheet. It says help out. <laughs> All right. I rolled a nine. <laughs> And that's I get the plus one, but she opens herself up to any dangers that she's helping out with. I think it fits. Yeah, I don't want to say in this case to me there aren't the dangers for her. So I don't really know. She what turns into a human with two health left. Yeah, yeah. Um, Maybe I freak out and I fire off a shot because oh I God, don't understand no. what's going on. Oh God! As she's shape shifting back. Okay, so if she failed, that ex- might have been it. <laughs> I I would be dead. So with what? Cameron started before I rudely interrupted, and I apologize. It just seemed like a great moment. No, you're great. That, that I love having someone who's DM'd. How before. dare you, Vora? What does that look like? Is it bone snapping and popping, yeah. and slow, like painful? Yeah, it's it's the, a the slow, dreaded underworld transformation. It's a slow. that is anti werewolf <laughs> propaganda, and it is not brought up at this table. I don't. Yes. I feel like there is no good. Real good werewolf movies. Okay, you're gonna get hit. Like, I say now because American yeah. Werewolf in London oh, wait, is one okay. of the best movies I've ever seen. Is it I like that it transformation? It that's a great it's, one. That's exactly the kind of transformation I'm okay. thinking of. Well, the, and like the reverse of yeah. The, the, yeah. It's 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 terrible. It's real rough. Um, very very painful. That's like one of the first of horror bloody. movies I watched too. Just like. I can't stop watching it. I don't know if I like this, <laughs> but this is pretty weird. I oh. just watched it this year. I forgot about it. Mm. Most of my werewolf lore comes from books. Um, but yeah, that's exactly it. It's a very okay. painful graphic. Um, but eventually, probably 15 to 20 minutes. And oh this is just, God. just and curious. Oh, I, I don't know if we've talked about it much. Two with, points. Yeah, with him. Oh. So when this happens, I mean, this is is this like Hulk rules and you still got your purple pants on? Or is there a nude woman in the street now? Uh, you would, it would be a nude woman in the street. It's nude. Okay. Yeah, that's 
Okay. Yeah. I say it's a weird woman. I'm not like, or a weird thing to say to a person. Like, are you nude? Um, <laughs> Pretty um, sure I, that's totally uh, uh, apt. Tec- I think in this technically, game. my clothes are kind of all over from where I transform. You can buy enchantments on clothings that will let them shape shift or like leave when you change. Like Troy has or like get- one or two pairs of of an outfit. They're just super fucking expensive, right? Or just so, get like some sick spandex. Uh, generally, it's like an undergarment, like every Star Wars game where it's like the big onesie. Okay. Oh, you don't have like a whole tuxedo just made out of this expandable. You, that would be you, you can know, baller, you, but it's expensive. Yeah. That's, so that's like, for the Marcellus would. Marcellus would have it because that dude's classy. <laughs> he as might fuck. have it just because <laughs> he's classy as shit. That's why. Um, well, he probably does because he can change forms, so he, he, he probably does. So. Um, I think yeah. he took that as one of his specialities was yeah. enchanted clothing. He, he had to buy new clothes. Shame. Hi, Miss Kitten. Shout Hope out Marcellus and Taylor. Kitten is super playful and like cuddly. <laughs> just watch. Just watch there. your microphone. I actually forgot earlier that there were cats down here, and then I felt something brush against my leg, and I had a half a second of like, <gasps> "That's a big ass." But <laughs> this game just got real. <laughs> um, but then I remembered. Um, okay, so. We have the transformation has taken place. We have a woman uh, lying in the street um, who is... Two, two health points. Yeah. Um, I would finally turn around to you. There's okay, a big... What, the, what was that? There's a large red bag. Uh, large red bag yeah, yeah. in the trunk. Okay. It used to be. And there's a blanket. I need you to go grab those two things because th- this is a situation now. Okay. Go to them. Bring those where things were they to again? me in the trunk. Okay. At least that's where they used to be. Okay, they should still be in that vicinity. I go to her. All right, and I would start basic EMT, like seeing where what's at. I mean, realistically, most of it would have healed with the shape shifting. Yes, just making sure she's okay. Okay, so like you said, I mean you. She had been healing in that form, but she's still pretty roughed up. So, mm-hmm. um, I think in this moment you're probably coherent. Yeah. Um. So, is there any conversation that would be taking place between the two of you? You, you you're close to her, right? Hey, son of a bitch! That fucking hurts. You look like shit. But you did such a good Fuck job. You. <laughs> you did so good. Guess what? The mime's dead. That was all you. Full credit. Hold on. Game recognized game. No. She, no, she she kind she tasted weird. She was a mime. Um, it wasn't quite cotton candy. All right, that's weird. You might have a concussion. Shh. <laughs> You're a concussion. Yep, definitely concussed. I turn around. I'm looking for Alessander. What's happening there? <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is gonna look he, really great. He on has the, the blanket. Found the blanket. Oh, found, found the blanket. blanket. <laughs> um, so is, is that canon? You said, like, yeah, absolutely. Oh, okay. So he's I got the back blanket. on my phone, and okay. I dial the number again. And I'm like, hey, I need a cleanup crew, probably an ambulance. I had an incident with a lycanthropy, lycanthropy change in the middle of the highway, and I've got a guy. Who's got some shit going on? Who keeps falling asleep on me? I don't know what that means right now. I I assume it's tr- stress and trauma. I need help now, please and thank you. This is my location, pinging off the GPS. I won't hang up the call. 
And realistically, that gets us our backup to help. Clean yeah, up I was. Gonna, I was going to ask. All I was going to ask is, you know, I, I mean, I'm guessing it's what. What else was in there in that trunk? It was a red blanket and what else? It was a red bag and red, a blanket. Red bag. I have a flare in my hand that I was going to use if I needed to, but okay. I never had to strike it off. So, That's what I gathered in the beginning. Who picks up the call at an air ham? It depends on which branch you're calling. Generally, it'll ping mm-hmm. off whichever agency is closest, and somebody will answer it and then guide you. Yeah, no, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm asking Sam, who's been building this realm. For yeah, and thank you for asking him, because I would have been like, I don't know, Sam? <laughs> 12 fucking years. Oh, <laughs> uh, what state were we in? Uh, we're in Illinois. Yeah, so yeah, we're in Illinois, yeah. We're in Illinois. We'll say it was actually a human woman named Nancy. Nice. Nancy. I think he made that up on the spot. I did. I did. I did. Um, it's 50-50. So Nancy has dispatched, um, and so right now in this well, scene... they were already on their way, because we ended the last episode with me calling for a cleanup crew. It's true. So they're my, maybe just, they'll be here probably even quicker. They're just going to divert uh, where they were uh, going at that moment in time. Um, so we have a, a napping Alessander. We have um, Leslie, who is... Was healing, but is no longer healing, and is pretty banged up. She's at two health, and we have Troy, who where your health, you're pretty much fine. No, I am fine. Yeah. Okay, okay. Um, so you guys are. I can't remember exactly where we were, so I'll have to listen back to this and figure out. I'll say between probably seventy-five and a hundred feet from where she was trying to fly away from you. Of uh, the mine, that is. You see, well, actually, what can we roll here? I want to see who sees what. It's going to have to be me. <laughs> right. I'm, I'm the only person capable. So. I, well, she could see. Sorry, I took a nap, but I just thought it was, I thought it was character, no, it's, <laughs> character it's, appropriate. It's, I think it's great. That's why I asked. Out. I was like, wait, is this canon? Because I'm for it. Yeah, he, <laughs> like, he is. Um, I guess I can walk back to where things started, where everything would have gone, and I can roll to investigate a mystery in an attempt to smell out. Or well, here's what... So I'll just tell you what's going to happen, and then we'll talk about it. So what's going to happen is, is at this body, you're going to see a robed figure appear. Who clocks it is up to a roll, maybe. That's kind of what I was getting at. Makes sense. I don't like that. So whether this happens, do you see it? I guess that'd be read a bad situation. Okay. So Sam, read a bad situation for me. And Leslie, you do it too. Okay. Because again, you're you're down. Yeah. You're not unconscious. You're just well, fucked the, up. Unlike some people. <laughs> I I totally have listened to every episode, and I can't remember what the ruling was on past unstable. I take negatives. You take negatives. So if you're one past the yeah. line, it's negative one. If you're two past so the I'm, line, it's negative two. I'm negative two. two. So technically earlier, I did roll a seven, but. I also rolled a six. I get experience. So both of you? All right. I don't get to say that very often. I leveled up. So in this situation, do I just say, no, I, you I mean, guys didn't see it, or do I tell the part of the story? It's no, your game. didn't see it. Okay. Yeah, it's your game, so I would say it, it happened, but you Okay, so you it. none of you are able to see this. I leveled um, up. Okay, great, and we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. Um, a robed figure appears. Again, no one was able to see this to investigate further. But this is the robed figure, um, the last one that appeared in the hospital. The one that helped them disappear before. 
while there doesn't appear that this person is an extreme mourning, there's no shaking. You can tell this this person is is, is mourning uh, their fallen partner or whatever this is. Um, they bend over and they place something on them. They stand up. And for a few seconds, they are there. And then again, they are gone. So now we are back to the scene at large. And I imagine now our our cleanup team is beginning to arrive. And I hate to do this as the DM, but what does this kind of look like, Sam? Because you're the one that would know more about what What's arriving? What what could we expect? Realistically, you would get. I hate to do that. I'm the DM, but like he, this is his something. His <laughs> something kind of like a SWAT team, like okay. in a big truck would show up. Either that, or in like a helicopter, you would get two or three people. Magic users would teleport to the spot for okay. like instant help. Then you'd have SWAT van. You'd probably have an ambulance from a local area or it, it, the SWAT van is capable of housing someone that's been injured. Um, maybe a helicopter, depending. Um, just a little bit of everything. Because like if the situation had still been going on, the tele- people who teleported in came in, tack vests, helmets, guns, or spells ready. And then the van, sh- the, the big truck shows up, kind of like, like the nearly tank that some police stations do have yeah. in our modern world. One of those shows up. What's the ETA on all this? Just out of curiosity. Uh, with magic mm-hmm. and some the teleportation, teleportation is... and kind of folding the lines. Mm-hmm. Realistically, it shouldn't take more than fifteen to twenty minutes for which we already had because you, again you had called it, so they mm-hmm. were on their way already. So we had a little bit of an elapsed time already. And then you add in the fact that some of this can happen instantaneously. So real time, this happened conveniently <laughs> right about when our road figure disappeared. Um, so there wasn't much time there, uh, Mr. Nappy, um, yeah. that elapsed. <laughs> I, I, I got a fi- I'm getting a 15 to 20 minute nap as he's trying to t- take care of uh, I her. would uh, take my coat off and give it to um, Leslie. Because my blanket is being used as a blanket. Yes. <laughs> so, again, I hate to do this, but what I'm going to imagine is going to happen here. Um, everyone involved is going to be loaded up in some way, shape, or form, be it helicopter, armored vehicle, vehicle, one of the vehicles that are there. And everyone is going to be brought back to the uh-huh. Chicago Anarium. Yeah, that makes sense. Uh, base or whatever we want to call it. Okay, so, again, I got to do it again. I would like some healing, please. <laughs> yeah, and so, yeah, so to me, most of the time after a short rest, this is going to happen, and, and so you, you're being transported in an anarium vehicle. You are going to be given, can we, after a short rest, driving to Illinois, driving back to Chicago with... um you know, EMTs and all the things, can we put her back at full health or? We can do that. Okay. I just had a question. Uh, where do we leave off? We were on the hunt for my kids. And then 
Right. All well, shit went you down. were actually you were heading back to Chicago, so you weren't on the hunt. We quite. had the name of the graveyard. Right, and then we were going to head to that graveyard because that was my best mm-hmm. best guess. And on the quickest where way to get there would be. be going home, back to base, and then which was acquiring a means. Okay, so we were heading there. back to base first to regroup to go get my kids. Yes, and infield was the name of the cemetery that you saw, and there was a team being sent there as well, right mm-hmm. to the infield. Um, now you have an interesting choice here, GM, because she would go to the hospital. I would go talk to somebody to tell them what happened. He would wind up in an interrogation room. That's what I was thinking about and I was going to ask you. Her, I kind of got, and like I could even have seen her maybe going back to Anarium, but if, if hospital is the right choice, she'll go to hospital. Oh, the hospital wing of Anarium. Yeah. The hospital wing of Anarium. Okay. But him, I was like, what would we do with him? Interrogation. Uh, also, I guess it depends on how well-known, like... I, you guys were sent to go find me. So how well was Anirium? Is Anirium completely blind to it? Or was it, you know, something that they were already kind of keyed in on? And it's, you know, it's your, right. wor- your world. That's GM's choice. That's so his I- story. Because I wasn't told why I was coming to get you. I was just told something was happening and I needed mm-hmm. to go find someone. Yeah, so how, how deep is the knowledge of Anirium on knowing me, or is it going to be like this guy? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that's where, that's where we're going to pick up. We are, we have headed back. Um, we are all at the Chicago branch of Anarium, albeit in different locations within the building. So we have Leslie Fisher, who is... Um, being tended to um, in the hospital wing. Um, the one person who I don't really know what you'd be doing, or you could be doing a multitude of things. Troy, what, what would you be doing in this time? It depends. Unless um, General Thomas wanted to talk to me about something. Um, given, not to spoilers, if um, Alessander is in an interrogation room, I'm probably standing on the other side of that glass to keep an eye on him. Okay. So, spoilers indeed, as we are in an interrogation room. Um, Troy stands on the other side. Um, I'll say I don't think it would make sense for you to walk in while this is happening. I think you've walked in. Actually, I don't I don't want you to walk in there. I, I, I would like maybe like you, Alessander, you are sitting in this room. This is you... And a metal table that's bolted to the floor. I don't think you're handcuffed to anything, but you're in this room. Um, and there's it's just you, this table, and a lamp hanging from above you. Uh, and then in walks Troy. Was I? So I guess I'll ask the question: How long have I been in the room? And was I interrogated before this, or is this? No, you have been brought here. You haven't been here very long. You were allowed to sleep. Um, and I'll say this is probably... This is a good question for you. How much do you need to sleep? I can generally go a day or two without. Okay, that's kind of what I was thinking. Depending on how active I am. But I wanted to make sure. Um, three I... max before I have to sleep somewhere. Okay. If so... I'm super active... Yeah, then I've got to sleep like everyone else. So, but. I, I'm going to say this is into the morning. We are now, it is 
So you've been sitting there for a few hours. Well, I, like I said, you've been asleep. You were allowed to sleep, but you've been awake. So this is an interrogation room with a... I ha- still have my blankie. Yes. The blankie is on the floor behind me. And you I, have woken up in here, uh, or woke up in here. I don't know what the correct vernacular there is. That didn't sound right, though. I know that. Um. <laughs> I find myself waking in a cold concrete room with a stainless steel lamp and table. Yep. And this and is then, where I wake um, up to. And walks Troy. And to preface that a little bit, um, you have, I would assume, you've been in and out of kind of around both of the rooms for both of these individuals, kind of checking on the situation. Mm-hmm. The situation here for uh, Alessandra is we we were going to see him. That's where we were going first. So um, we still have some questions for you. No one is in really trouble right now. Um, but as the only person who has really had any sort of interaction that is conscious, they want you to lead this. And they want you to go in here and talk with Alessander about what he knows to find out. Because obviously there's been some sort of... uh, Somebody did something. (laughs) Well, Alessander, how did you sleep in this small crate? I, I, I wouldn't much call it sleep. I passed out. That you did. Um, the blanket was a nice touch. I let you keep it. You seem pretty attached to it. I'm not going to lie. It, it, it did the trick. I need you to understand what's going to happen next. Are we, we going to go to the cemetery? You're going to have some folks asking you questions. What do you mean? You need to understand your situation is very precarious. There's a lot here with a lot of questions that need to be answered. Okay. Uh, but you and I touched on some of this. I've been... Yeah, I, I recall the conversations before, but it, it, I got... I. Is it really important that we ask these questions now there's already a team in Enfield they'll let us know what they find Uh, right now we don't know how much of this you might be a part of and I apologize to say that I don't think you are just no offense but I am so tired of I've already had been asked so many questions at the hospital I what are we talking about they're gonna want to find out if you're a part of this, more so than what you've told me, which they are aware of. What do you mean? I'm not a, a part of it. The only part I have in it is, I, I gotta, I, it's just being a victim of this. I, there's, I, what other part could I, could I have been playing? And that is a wonderful tale of woe that I've heard numerous times from people waiting to stab me in the back. And I apologize, this will be abrupt. Do I look like somebody who's going to stab you in the back? When it comes to demonic energies and deals, you'd be surprised. Demonic energy? Am I am I putting off some kind of demonic energy? What, what do you mean? Um, at that moment, <laughs> um, and I'll kind of 
Again, I have to yield to you a little bit. In, in, in an area of interrogation room, would it be some sort of... Somebody behind the glass. Some sort of buzzer or... Knock on the glass. Okay, knock on the glass? Okay. At that moment, you hear a knock on the glass. Realistically, he could just say it. I can hear him through it. That's fair, too. So, you're going to hear the voice of Brain Morning Light. Oh, yeah, Morning Light. Morning Wood. <laughs> morning Wood. I want to say it every time. Um, I created a name that is just just a monster morning for me. Morning Wood. <laughs> um, and he's, I would assume probably, knowing knowing that you'd hear this, there's no tap. He's just going to say, um, Troy, I'd, I'd like to speak with you. I'm going to have to leave you alone for a minute. I have business outside this room. Is My recommendation would be that when someone does come and speak with you, you be as open and honest as possible. A- absolutely. absolutely. I, I, that's exactly what I'm doing here, and I, I will continue to do so. Have you heard the devil voice in your head recently? Um, now that I think about it, since the hospital, I haven't really heard much of it. All right, all right. Well, hopefully I'll be back. Then I leave the room, and I go to the other room. I open the door. Hello, Bryn. <laughs> um, quickly, so that will be in a movie. This will be the cut. We're going to cut back into the room. And he's going to say, you're going to hear. You haven't heard from me, but we've spoken plenty. It's, it's, it, it's. Why are you sitting in this room? I, I, I don't, I, I, what, what do you want with me? I don't. I don't want anything with you. What do you want from me? Hmm. Quick. You'll find out soon enough. Now get out of this room. We're going to cut back. Oh, this is still has some in it. Ooh, lucky me. <laughs> More beer. Um, so it's not just Brand Morningwood in this room that you find. Morning Light is his name. <laughs> <laughs> we might as well just go ahead and rewrite it now. Let's yes. just, no, no, let's no, no. Because uh, I, I have something for this. I'm not yeah. excited to see Brent. I have since... We'll play it out. It'll be fine. Okay. The general is also in the room. So, I'll ask the player here. Would you like to speak first? When you're walking in this door, are you speaking? Or if it you... was just me and Bryn, I would speak first. But seeing as the general's there, I would come in and stand at attention. Okay. Agent Walsh! General. Mission! Casualties! What happened? Well, I went. I found your anomaly. I found the man at the center of it. I watched him say goodbye to his wife. And then I watched his kids get took. And now we're here. Mm. I hear there's demonic energy. There's definitely something on him. I don't know how much of it's his choice. He has a stink. Mm. And I hear tell you have a sensitive nose. Well. Most werewolves do, sir. Morning light. 
Walsh. I want you to get to the bottom of this. I'm going to go somewhere else. <laughs> and he's just going to leave. <laughs> Smooth. Yeah. I got more important things to do. <laughs> See, wait, wait. Is he going to his class on how to speak in a full sentence? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, so, at this point, you are now in the room alone. With Mr. Morningwood. Morning light. <laughs> the, the DM has officially given up on the name. <laughs> it's just too funny. Mr. Morning light. Yes. Consider this my formal apology for bullying you before. Sometimes old habits die hard. And you calling my girlfriend at the Elven Embassy to tell her that I have been bullying you was a bitch move. Um, what do you want me to do before I hurt you? Um, well, um, I suppose I, I first would like you to understand my role here and to understand that, that um, I was only doing my duty. Um, to protect myself um, and, and, and you and your position with, with, within an arium um, to report things as they happened. Um, so that was my only intention was, was to report things um, uh, accurately. Mr. Morninglight, if I was a mole, as you suspect... You see his body language change a little bit. What do you think I would do to you now for bringing my personal life into this? You see him slink a little, but then kind of out of nowhere, his spine kind of straightens and he walks closer to you. Looking at a camera somewhere, I'm sure it's in this room, and he says, Well, um, I would hope you wouldn't do anything, as we're both members of the same team. Right? We're on the same team, aren't we, Agent Walsh? Yes, we are. How do we help this man get his kids back? That is the goal. Well, I think what you could use is a little bit of a breather. So I'd like to ask you um, to take some time for yourself, just the next few hours and um and, and do what well whatever you'd like Agent you're Walsh. gonna you're gonna bench me I, I i was the on point agent and how did that go agent walsh uh they're both still alive aren't they mm, they are they are uh where are the children you told me they were sent to a cemetery and Enfield, and that you were sending people there to investigate. So how about you tell me where his children are? It's fair. It's true. Um, well, unfortunately, every agent that was sent, we lost. And there was brief chatter, although all we heard were what sounded like... You'll have to forgive me. I'm no thespian, but... Uh, 
they sounded like um, they were acting out Greek tragedies. That fits. Um, so we, we, we don't know. The trail is cold in Innsfield, which is where you will pick up. You are, you are no means being benched. I just think we, we lost at least one life tonight. Um, a lot has happened, Agent Walsh, and we just, we need everyone to take some time for themselves, just a few hours. And, um, in that time, know that you will be brought back and you will be leading, at the very least, Leslie Fisher. And perhaps, and he looks behind the glass, our friend here. If we can discern whose team he is on. And he offers a small hand to you. Small in comparison to yours, of course. What is Brim made out of, or what is, what's his race again? He's an elf. He's a, uh, uh, well, again, I think we kind of talked about the races, different classes. Um, he's like a wood elf. Cool. I would shake his hand and then instantly find a chair in the room we're in and sit down, take a deep breath and go, I guess I'll be here for the next few hours just chilling out. And then turn to look at Alessander in the interrogation room. He looks at you and says, I'd expect nothing less, Agent Walsh. Kind of does a little head bow and turns. Um, sure, that was fun to listen to. Am I having a longer conversation with the demon or no? Or whatever it is? Or was it just as brief as it was? It was going to be as brief as it was. Deal. Um, Unless you would actually like to try to break out. I'll leave this to the character. Are you going to try to find a way out of this room? Are you... I mean... So I guess what I will, would I be... will say this. I will say this. Uh, well... No. See, I, just, I can't I make can't... you do anything. If you, no, no, no. <laughs> if you're you right. Try to get no, no, no. You're right. I, I'm just... What, what would he be? Even an investigative mystery? If he could look to see if there was any way out of this room? No. It would be a bad situation. But realistically, with Troy looking I don't... On, yeah, I think with... You know, once again... Troy was just in the room with me. At this point, he is my only point of security that I know of, and he did just defend me in a fight. I'm going to have a hard time making any statement that I think I'm capable of leaving this room, no matter what power I have uh, potentially at my disposal. I'm legitimately concerned for Sanders' well-being, and that's why I'm sticking around, because I honestly don't think you're in on this, but I know that's what everyone else is going to think. It doesn't look good for you, mm -hmm. but I believe you. Yeah, I, I, I think my character is just too naive to try to even consider getting out of here in any logical way. Okay. Excuse this me. is intense. I'm just sitting back and watching the show. I know. And I, I'm you're, trying you're to crocheting like uh, just so fast. And I love that her, her uh, yarn is coming out of a witch's cauldron, which is awesome. <laughs> like I said, it could just be a cauldron. It doesn't have to be a witch's cauldron. The, the Halloween decorations are closer than oh, the Christmas ones. Oh, dude, my son, we have been decorating for for Halloween already. Like, my wife got the box down, and it has been something we've had to dedicate a half hour to every night because he wants to get the decorations out and he wants to put them up. And there's a little my small my little black heart loves it. Like, oh, you love Halloween already, and I put on Halloween music, and one of the. Uh, 
This is Halloween came on. <laughs> this is Halloween. This and I was like, this is from one of daddy's favorite movies. My son has a lot of nightmares from like, and he doesn't even really watch anything bad. So he's like, he's like, can I watch your favorite movie? And I was like, mm, not yet. <laughs> someday. Not someday. Today. Someday. And it'll be a great moment for you and I. But today, hey now. Um, so you are sitting in this room. The last thing you were told um, was from the voice that is in your head. Um, and it was that you need to try to find a route to escape. You have looked around a little bit and you, <laughs> you like you said, being the um, kind of person that you are, you're not much into escaping what you perceive to be a government pr- facility. <laughs> right, I and don't. Even if you were to I have no this interest. room, you don't know. Alexander has room. no interest right now in the actual act. There's, you know, he doesn't have any of the means or the. He's not looking to call upon this demon to do anything to get back to his kids. Okay, all right. So again, the door opens, and this time. In walks a much smaller man, um, Bryn Morninglight. So they're just like some chortling from pipes above. <laughs> it's fun. What's, I, what is I, that? I record in the basement too, and, and multiple toilets lead down there, so it's it's not it is not criticism. It's just <laughs> I couldn't help but laugh. Just you should record that sometime. Probably use it for some kind of sound effect. It would be cool. Yeah, I mean, that would be a great alien like call. Some sort of. Um, okay, so. Brand morning light mm-hmm. walks in. He says, um, "Hello, Alessander. Um, I understand." And he's kind of saying this through the door. You're experiencing a lot right now, but I'd, I'd like to speak with you, if that would be all right. Yeah, that that would be fine. Okay, so he kind of walks in. He's oh great. He shuts the door behind him, and with a smile, he walks over. And he eventually sits down with his back, of course, to uh, Troy. At least that's the way I'm perceiving the room to be. That's right. You'd have the. Is he in the room? Nope. He I am on the other the side of the glass. I can I see through the glass, or is this like a two way mirror? Two way mirror. Got it. And he says, um, "Are you, are you the one that Troy said that would be asking me questions?" Oh, I suppose, but. Um, I really want to get it across to you that um, this is more procedural than anything. Um, you have been through a lot, and I will not pretend to understand or be able to perceive how you're feeling currently. So I'd like to ask um, emotionally, how do you feel? How... how is there any way that I can help? Alexander just kind of starts, you start to see like a tear come out of his eye. He's like, you, you're the first person in all this to actually ask how I'm feeling. If, if your hands are on the table, he will reach across and kind of touch one of your hands and allow you to continue to speak. Uh, it's, it's so much. I, I don't, I don't know. I, this night, it it was it started off just so. It, it was. It, I just went to go take care of something at the bakery, and and then 
it just rolled downhill from there. I don't know. I, I don't. I just don't know. I, I don't know what got me here. This is absolutely insane. I understand. Um, again, I cannot pretend to understand or perceive your feelings now, but as we mentioned, I do have to ask some questions. The fire. This isn't going to be about money, is it? Absolutely not. And in fact, I, I would encourage you not to worry about money at all, as long as you are with us. Um, I, I simply ask, the, the home you lived in, did you consider it safe? Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. It was, it was the very home we were going to have our, our children in. It was, it, it was perfectly safe. I, I can't imagine what could have caused, caused all this. So an electrical fire would be surprising to you if, if that's what a- this was. A- absolutely. Yeah. If this is an electrical fire, I don't understand how that could have happened. We just, the home was just built. We just bought it. These are, yeah, I, I understand. These are just questions that I, I must ask. So, and this is going to seem maybe unorthodox, but as I'm sure you've seen, we deal with the unorthodox. That's putting it lightly. <laughs> he laughs. And he says, "I apologize for my laughter." Um, but your wife. What what kind of literature did she read? I mean, she was the baker. I mean, that was all I can really remember seeing her diving into uh, most of the time. I hmm. nothing comes to mind outside of that. I he ponders for a little bit, and Troy from the glass, you aren't able to see what it is that he shows him, but I imagine you can hear this all very well. And this is a poorly drawn picture here. Excellent. Um, I love poorly drawn pictures. Let me interpret um, what I see. With about half of it. Interpret that bottom part that looks a little, little rippy. That's a burn. That's a burn mark. So, uh, Got it. Um, a burnt book page or book. Yes. There was a, a page of a book. A book that I would perceive to be old. On mm. the floor. And I wanted to ask it. Have you ever seen this? I'll ask the DM. Have I? No. I I don't. I don't. He pulls it away quickly. What? What is that? That that looks. We didn't have any books or anything that old. At home, I mean, the home was new. The uh, most of our books, if we had any, were purchased within the last three or four years of us being together. At the image, the moment you see it, even though this table is bolted to the ground, you begin to feel some shaking, and the lamp is shaking above you. Uh, And he he says... Is that something going on here? It's happening here. It's happening in very close proximity to you, Alessander. You are dealing are you with a demon. This? A demon we know as 
aim. That, my friends, is the end of the episode. All right, agents, thank you for joining us for another episode of Anarium Case Files. This was a very fun little uh, Halloween episode for you guys. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I'm sorry you didn't have more, but I hope the rest of your uh, spooky day is going a little bit better. Just been going through some things, didn't get to do everything as quickly as I wanted to, so a little behind. Um, I apologize, but we'll make it up to you, as we always do. Um... If you guys have any uh, questions or suggestions that you'd like to uh, send in, please do so on any of our social medias. Make sure you're following us on those. Um, you can reach us there in our DMs, or you can uh, reach out to us at anarium.podcast at gmail.com. Um, you can send us, like I said, any questions, suggestions, and any and like we talked about, if you have any uh, character names you'd like to see on the show, go ahead and uh, reach out to us. So thank you guys so much. Thank you for being patient with us. We hope you have a great spoopy day.